0: As research progresses into how and why we age, mysteries and misconceptions are being stripped away. There are several processes working together which control how fast or how slow we age, especially in our brains. One of these processes is called autophagy and will appeal to the more obsessional among us because it's about cleaning out the crap and getting to the bottom of autophagy and whether manipulating it can affect human ageing is Dr. Tim Sargent, who's also at the South Australian Health and Medical Research
1: Institute. Cheers, thank you for having me. Tell us what autophagy is. Autophagy is your body's way of keeping itself clean. Autophagy takes unwanted and damaged molecules that accumulate in your body with aging and it degrades them, it recycles them into building blocks that can be used to build new parts for your body or that can be used for nutrition. So in that way, autophagy is like your body's recycling plant.
0: And throwing out the garbage. So this is when Mm -hmm. cells don't properly die and they hang around and they've just got to be cleared out?
1: It's more than that. So that's definitely a part of a related process. But autophagy is about inside of your cells. So your tissue, like for example, your brain is made up of cells like neurons. And autophagy is about cleaning up the insides of the neurons themselves.
0: So it's hoovering the inside of the house.
1: Absolutely, yeah. And how's that related to ageing? Part of the reason you age is the accumulation of damaged molecules in the cells of your body. And these damaged molecules can build up, especially in the brain, and stop your brain from working properly. And this can lead to diseases that cause dementia. Autophagy is a process that prevents this from happening. We published a paper showing that autophagy works really hard all the time inside of human neurons. Nerve cells. Nerve cells to degrade tangles that cause Alzheimer's disease.
0: What causes a failure of autophagy?
1: We know there's a genetic component. We know that Alzheimer's disease, for example, is genetically linked to variation in genes that contribute to autophagy. We're actively researching lifestyle factors that could contribute to a decrease in autophagy. So we're looking at things like high-fat diet feeding and obesity, for example. But it's also widely known that exercise can increase autophagy, and we believe that's a part of why exercise is so beneficial as you age.
0: In Alzheimer's disease, you get the accumulation of these two proteins, beta amyloid and tau. People argue that these are just side effects of Alzheimer's, not the cause, which is why the drugs aren't very effective, Mm -hmm. if they're effective at all. So are you arguing there's something sitting behind that in Alzheimer's disease?
1: That's absolutely correct. These molecules, amyloid plaques and tau tangles that accumulate on the insides of neurons, accumulate because of a defect in clearance. Amyloid plaques are born because neurons no longer efficiently clear waste through this process called autophagy. So autophagy might be the core problem or one of the core problems. Yeah, that means that amyloid plaques are really the tombstones of dying neurons that couldn't manage their waste properly. So how do you then
0: intervene apart
1: from exercise? That's what we're trying to develop here at SAMRI. Autophagy is really promising in that it can slow biological aging and that it's modifiable, at least in experiments on animals and in cells in the lab. However, you might notice that you can't walk into your GP's office and ask for autophagy-related medicine. And we think that's because you can't measure it in humans easily.
0: You can get a cholesterol drug, which has been developed because you can measure the effect on cholesterol. If you can't measure the effect on cholesterol, then there's no drug.
1: Absolutely. So one of our visions is that in years' time, you can walk into your GP's office and get your cholesterol measured, get your blood pressure measured, and also get your autophagy measured and have a conversation with your doctor about how to change your autophagy to reduce your risk of age-related disease. That's our goal. And what we're doing towards that goal is that we're developing technology where we can easily measure autophagy in humans. Which sounds complicated. I mean,
0: cholesterol is a chemical in the blood or sugar is a chemical, glucose is a chemical in the blood and you pick it Mm -hmm. up and you have a test for a simple chemical. Is there a simple chemical attached to autophagy or have you got to measure the process?
1: That's what makes it hard. Right now, we can measure the process in people. So I could take some of your blood and we could measure the process in your living blood and I could tell you how well your body recycles material. Now, that's not entirely suitable for the doctor's clinic because it's hard to do. So what we're doing now at SAMRI is we're trying to find biomarkers, and a biomarker is a molecule you can measure easily, to tell us how well autophagy is proceeding. So we're trying to come up with a simple test for autophagy in people.
0: And that's step one, to be able to find then, if I give you substance X, does it change autophagy? But until you've got the test, you wouldn't know.
1: That's correct. We already have good indications from animal models and cell models from laboratories, but none of this has really been tested in humans yet, so that's what we aim to do.
0: So what do we know, apart
1: from exercise, influences autophagy to improve it? We know from research, again, in animals and on cells that nutrient restriction so now i'm talking about things like calorie restriction or intermittent fasting in animals at least do increase autophagy the same should hold for humans we just don't know how long for so we know that a mouse for example if you fast it for one day its autophagy increases but we don't know what that translates to in a human being people are flogging already pro-autophagy autophagy drugs or supplements do they work People are flogging a lot of these and you can find them on the internet. I can tell you that none of these interventions or drugs have been backed up by hard science in humans because currently we're the only group that's really measuring the process of autophagy in human beings.
0: There are a whole series of supplements that should work with ageing. When you give them to animals, the animals live longer. There's Veritrol, the diabetic drug, Metformin, NAD, and there's a whole list of them. Do any of them... Increase autophagy when you try them in the laboratory?
1: We've focused more on a class of drugs called mTOR inhibitors. So, mTOR is like your cell's environmental sensing platform, so it can sense nutrition. And when you take away nutrition, you increase autophagy through nutrition's effect on mTOR. We know, and many other labs have shown this, that mTOR inhibitors like rapamycin, for example, can definitely increase autophagy.
0: But they also have major side effects.
1: They do. So rapamycin, for example, suppresses the immune system. Also, I'm not convinced we know everything about how drugs like rapamycin interact with age-related diseases in humans. I think that should be subject to rigorous research.
0: So where we're left here is that if you want to improve your own autophagy, control your calories and get lots of exercise.
1: Absolutely. I exercise because the research shows it increases autophagy, and that's honestly the best thing we've got right now.
0: Thank you very much. Thank you and they're even trying to develop ways of imaging autophagy in action in the brain. Dr Tim Sargent is Head of Lysosomal Health and Ageing at the South Australian Health and Medical Research Institute.
1: Think bigger about the world we live in. Ask your smart speaker to play ABC RN.